Aaron. Hello, Aaron. It's what's it's up, your friend, your friend Chris Angel. Uh, we're back with another episode of uh, Repurpose, and uh, our second guest ever in the history of this podcast is. Uh, I, I would call you my friend, Michael. I felt like, like we spent a lot of time in hot seats together. Uh, Michael Mayer, Michael Mayer from Referco and the Seven Levels of Communication is our guest today. Hi, Michael. Howdy. How are we doing? This is you can definitely call me a friend. I, okay, I don't know you. anything else that we would uh, call each other. Maybe brother. <laughs> I, I, right? brother I can think friend. of things, but okay. Yeah. 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 Comrade, Aaron calls comrade. me other names, but I do. You <laughs> will call you a friend. I'm sure out of endearment. It's all good. Yes, of course. It's only that. Yeah. No. Listen, I'm. Uh, <laughs> this podcast is for me picking up momentum just in the conversations Aaron and I have had. I'm excited today though, because I feel like there's a couple places we can go with you um, in the work that you do with uh, Refer Co and Seven Levels. One, and right off the top, I think you talk about love, generosity, and appreciation all the time. Um, all you have to do is go to the referrals podcast and listen. And I would, I would bet what 50% of your episodes talk about or more talk about love, generosity, and appreciation in an industry that doesn't value or say doesn't value, but we don't talk about love. Love feels very soft. It's definitely not in the realm of GCI conversations. So maybe can you kick us off a little bit with like, where does love, generosity, and appreciation fit in the real estate industry? Like, why does that matter? Well, uh, first I want to express my appreciation to you directly, (laughs) Chris, for uh, you helping getting referrals podcast launched. Uh, true, I don't right? know if it ever would have. Um, it reminds me of, of when I was hiking with like Pat Hyben and David Osborne and some mm. of the, some of the real heavy hitters in, in real estate. We, we went on a trip together to Norway and we went to this rock and it's called K rock. I think it's Sherry Bolton, uh, which means the big rock between two hills or something like that. And it's actually a big rock between two mountains. It's trapped. And it's the size of, of a desk. And one of the epic pictures you can take is standing on this table. But getting on to the rock the size of a table uh, is is precarious at, at best. I mean, it's precarious at least. And so I'm, I'm like, I get up there and it's like, I'm not doing this. I told James Nellis, like, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. And, and like, he's like, no, you got to, I mean, at least let's get up closer so you can see it and see if there's a possible, you know, possible way to do it. And so then we, we get up to this platform that is right next to the rock and it's 3000 feet down everywhere around us. And there's this guy who is, uh, does not speak English. He, he's Brazilian, uh, speaks Spanish, and and he is on and off this rock like a billy goat. Like this guy is, there is no fear whatsoever with him. And uh, I just, I, I loved his confidence and his attitude. And, and he wasn't too um, flippant with it either. He wasn't, you know, he didn't take life lightly. So I borrowed his confidence. I went to him and said, will you help me get on the rock? So he, he kind of grabbed me, and then, and then when I got on, and I got on all fours. There was no way I was just going to stride onto it and stand there. It's a great um, image, yeah. Did not trust my legs enough, and that was actually a really good decision. Uh-huh. So I got there. I was on all fours for like 10 seconds, and then I went to put my left leg up, and it, it was actually in open air, and it was like, all right, that's not a good idea. So I put my left leg under me, and then I got my right leg finally on, and then I stood up about 70% of my height. And I rose my hand and I go, take the freaking picture. And I might not have used the word freaking, 
Uh-huh. And and so they they took the picture. Then I had to get off by myself. And so, but when I got off, I, I knew I could jump and grab the chain, which there was about a two foot chain that was there for the specific reason for people not to fall 3,000 feet to their death. So I jumped, I grabbed the chain. Trust me, that's a, thank God for athletic achievements beforehand. And then, and then, and then I got over and the first guy I gave a high five to was that guy. And then like half my group didn't even get on the rock, including James Nellis. Nice. By the way. And, and he's the one who was kind of talking, but, but what was interesting is, you know, it's like the podcast is all these people are like, oh, you really don't need to do a podcast. Do you want to do something that's free? It's a lot of work. And it's like this, that, and the other. And, and then I get to this precarious point and then there's an angel, Chris Angel. And Chris Angel helps me get onto the rock and we do the freaking first episodes. And uh-huh. then I got to go on my own and I jump and grab the chain and I'm a better person for it. And, and we have this top 100 podcast in the world with referrals podcast. And, and it all started because I could borrow on Chris's confidence. That's awesome. And that's, that's true. Appreciate I truly want to express that appreciation. You, yeah. I'm not sure if it ever would have happened. And the conversations we got to do early on were terrific because the viewers and listeners were also new, just like Chris. So they could borrow on his curiosity as, and, and honestly, I got to explain things maybe more fully than I would have. Yeah. So that's, that's huge. Awesome. And you. the podcast yeah. is huge for us. Yeah. It's so um, great. So I wrote a very controversial, po- uh, not podcast, very controversial blog in 2006. I know that seems like an eternity ago, <laughs> but, but Gary Keller wrote a book called MREA millionaire real estate agent. And it literally changed the world in real estate. There was very few mm-hmm. um, books that had been written for realtors um, that were this researched and this good. You know, Tom Hopkins had his book. It was basically his experience. MREA was hundreds of people's experience. And so they wrote it and they, they, they launched three L's, which was listings, leverage, and leads. So you mm-hmm. got to have listings, you got to have leverage, and you which is get, get team members. And then mm-hmm. you got to get leads and, and, you know, leads to last and listings to last and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I wrote a pot, I wrote a blog that just said that he forgot an L mm-hmm. and, and I titled it the fourth L and the fourth L is love. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe he missed that in the book that, um, love has to be one of the, of the L's in business, because if you don't love doing it, you won't do it. And, and it was like, what do you love about real estate? You know, if you love the checks, then that's fine, right? Do what it takes to get checks. If you love the people, do what it takes to love on the people. If you love a certain type of prospecting, do it. But what, you know, a lot of people have discovered is that they, there's a lot of things that they don't love about the process and the procedure, and they get out or they flunk out, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, and I truly believe it, like school, it wasn't the student that failed. It was the system that failed. And the system needs to be based on, on love mm-hmm. and what they love to do and how to love on people. Um, mm-hmm. And they're going to do it. I mean, do what you love, love what you do. Yeah. And, and you know, that's, that's the thing is, is what I teach is, you know, take the pieces of this business that you love and, and maximize them and master them mm-hmm. and take the things you don't love and, and delegate it and leverage it or just don't do it. And, um, that, I mean, I believe there's a lot of power in, in love and it's not soft. It's tough. It's the right decision. It's mm-hmm. the long-term decision, you mm-hmm. know, 
Um, And from that generosity and appreciation are just branches of love, in my opinion. Love, and then there's, there's generosity, which is love in action. And we have the principle of give massive value first. And so give first, give, give your best stuff first and, and look to give first, look to help first. And, and, and then if they choose to reciprocate, then, then be ready to be an appreciative receiver as well. And that leads to appreciation, which is love in reaction. So generosity is love in action. That's what we have control over proactive generosity, massive value first. We don't have control of what happens to us, around us, for us. Whatever happens to us, around us, for us, we need to be in appreciation of even the bad stuff. The mm-hmm. good stuff, the neutral stuff, the bad stuff. And appreciation is love in reaction to everything that, that happens to us. And if we will react in love with appreciation, it's amazing how quickly we can cope, respond, take advantage, be opportunistic, and, and just bounce back and be resilient. So love, generosity, and appreciation are the three values we're founded on, and, and we, we found businesses on them. And we've also found that founding your life on, on those three values makes it a, a little bit better life. Wow. Fabulous. I feel like the... that's our show. Thanks for everybody. I appreciate yeah, you coming. <laughs> and... got the that's rock. The big rock. That's so good. I just sitting with the, it's so. Now, hold a second. What are your three L's? So repurpose is new to a lot of people. I mean, this is the, the second episode or the second guest. I don't even want to know who the, your first choice was for your first guest. I don't even want to know. Don't even. It wasn't freaking our choice, tell, Michael. No, you I don't weren't even available sooner. It better have freaking been Oprah or Tony Robbins or choice. God or Jesus. I'm just okay. telling you. Okay. Right. Or we my were wife. Schedule just we weren't going to put off the other person. We won't tell oh you who it is. Gosh, though. That is okay. such a good response. No problem. Such a good response. The schedule. You were busier than the number you one. Were, no, you were. I'm just telling you the way it was, my friend. So you were our you, first call because really. So our 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 you know the the three. So we started this with really. You said it. Listing leads and leverage, and we we're like, all right, well. Not we, I don't even remember how it, what started it, but we sort of came across this. We wanted to create this conversation that's outside the realm of GCI, just because God bless GCI, because that's what gets us our families fed. And this is not to disempower that. This is just to say it's boring to just talk about that. And there's no one really having conversations that are anything but that. Every podcast is somehow to get more money. Yeah, and which is fine. Make you just, happier. Yeah, but it's just, you know, boring to just talk about that. And we wanted to have a conversation for um really creating uh leadership and legacy and how to leverage your existing business and what you're already doing that's working and the entire reality that you've built in your business into how to leverage that into really making a dent in the world, your legacy. You know, like, what is it that you want to leave behind? Most people think of their kids or whatever, but what's the difference you want to make? So that's leveraging, taking your business, taking the unique position. Chris is always talking about the unique position real estate holds in people's lives and the way we could, you know, Chris's whole world of finding your tribe and 
that and how do you leverage those people, call those people to be inside of something that's meaningful to you, your legacy, the world you want to leave behind. And what's required there is what we would, what we would call, consider leadership. You would need to provide out in front, creating a conversation that hasn't happened yet. That would be leadership. And the whole thing is housed those three L. So rather than listing leads and leverage, we're talking leadership, legacy and leverage. Um, the new three L's and, uh, and that whole thing is you're housed inside the a con- again. Damn it. What's that? No, but you're it's housed missing- inside it, the context of so love. You have a triangle. This is the exact picture I used with the, with the blog post that, that in fact, you can see the picture more than you can see my blog post, but it's a triangle that he had in the book with leads, listing and leverage. And then inside it had a heart, right? Uh-huh. And it had a big giant fat L. Uh, for I mean, and you could do the same thing with yeah, leverage. that's exactly right. We, I have it more like I mean, what is in the in the heart? It's really not leverage; it's leverage, right? Oh, uh, look at you! Right? You're love, huge love on, on, love on love people, that. systems, and tools, and tech, right? Leverage. And, and oh, we're stealing people. leverage. Yeah, love, love. You know, and here's the thing, right? It's, it's, if you love on the people, they'll love on you. If you love yeah. on the systems, it'll reward you. You know, if you love on if you love on the the tech and the tools then guess what? And there's some people that just love tech and they love yeah. the different tools. So mm-hmm. it, it's, it's beautiful stuff. And, um, you know, the same thing, with, I mean, leadership and legacy, right? I mean, leave a legacy of love, right? And lead, and, and be a leader and lead with love. And um, it doesn't, I think love isn't weakness, right? Love isn't soft. Love is mm-hmm. tough. And, and sometimes it's really tough, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it's easier to fight back, it's e- especially in a divisive world we live in. It's easier to fight and argue um, than it is to really think about it and maybe see where the other person's coming from mm-hmm. with love, you know, and yeah. appreciation. I appreciate this conversation right now. Or you don't and you just leave it, you know, which is fine. I, I don't know if people realize that sometimes is you're, you don't have to, you know, get into every argument you're invited to. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of the... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead no, no, you go ahead. I have to well, tell I love- you, I love leverage, legacy, and leadership. And especially around the community and the tribe, right? I truly believe my next book is going to be the tribe of trust. And mm. I speak a lot about the tribe of trust. And Gen Gen is my tribe of trust. So I love uh, I love where you're going with those. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, imagine the conversations around just those three topics. That's, that's And perfect. that's really what yeah. we just... That's the whole thing it was like, and that's really what we said. It was like, imagine the conversations. Imagine right. what happens when you unleash that kind of creativity and that kind of passion and that amongst these people that have access to these huge tribes of people that trust them, love them, know them, look at them as consultants, look at them as, as guides, as fiduciaries. And if you were standing for something that really mattered to you that you loved in this context, an enormous, enormous force to of good and, you know, to really unleash something. And that's, you know, that's really sort of what we're interested in seeing if there's a, if that comes back, if there's the echo back to us from having created this, you know, Seth Godin has that saying, you know, uh, people like us do things like this. And when I think about um, in the real estate space, agents like us, do things like this or talk about things like this or, and so there is this, to your point, there is this um, tribe of the tribe of trust. I love that. There is this coming together around a shared value, a shared vision, a common direction. And I think it's Aaron and I have a, you know, part of our premise is that 
in the gravitational pull of GCI, it's very hard as an individual agent to get outside of that gravitational pull to start something different than that. But but coming together, and to, again, to use your phrase, it, to come together in a tribe of trust, there you get momentum that you otherwise don't have individually. And I think one of the things I like about what you do in Referco is you've said you're an events-based company. And yeah, this is what I was going to ask about. Good. Well, there's there's just this there's an element to how you bring the people together, you, and your the events that I've seen your your uh, clients, your agents use. They're not real estate events. They're appreciation events. They're so to leverage your business for the social impact you want to make fits with making, you know, making a difference in the world, making a dent in the world that has nothing to do with GCI. Go build a database of people who are your tribe of trust that are, whose lives are pointed in the direction you're pointed. And let's go, let's go do something bigger than GCI is my point. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I mean, you brought up 5,000 different points, right? The event, <laughs> the event, the event, first of all, on the events is we are event-based business and we, we teach uh, company, but honestly, totally forthright events are what we lead with to help them get to where they want to go, which is mm -hmm. love, generosity, and appreciation. Yeah. And, um, you know, we really have a referral mastery system, mm -hmm. which has three pillars. One is self mastery which is growth one to none, right? Our one to none strategy is, you know, your time management, your rituals, your, your uh, 30 mornings, your, your sweet dreams, which is the Sunday night ritual, um, your growth plan. What are you doing to learn on a regular basis? And FLY is our acronym for self-mastery, which is first love yourself. That frozen? You both frozen me. I don't know if that's frozen. No, you're frozen. You're We're frozen. Good. What's going to come yeah. out of the recording? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so first, love yourself. And then we have relationship mastery, which is the one-to-one -one pillar within referral mastery. And, and relationship mastery is, is how do you do in one-to-one, -one, either Zoom or one-to-one -one networking or listing presentation, buyer consultation, um, any of your one-to-one, -one, even in a conversation, it's a one-to-one -one relationship mastery type of conversation. And then the last pillar is event mastery, which is the one-to-many strategy which is, you know, leverage and scale and, and how do you do in group settings and how do you develop this tribe of trust, this, mm -hmm. you know, the, and we have the two yaps, which is the all yap and the top yap. And the all yap is the yearly appreciation plan for everyone you know or meet. And that's for everyone, right? And then you have your top yap, which is your yearly ambassador program. So the acronym is different there. Yearly mm -hmm. ambassador program is because, you know what? People who have referred you have influence or are the leaders. They need more of your time and deserve more of your time. And what we don't want to do is, is forget them. We, mm -hmm. we, we, we have to make sure we spend the time, energy, effort, money on, on the upper echelon, our top people. And that's what the top yap is for. And we have 52 week plans for both of those. So for everyone, you know, and also for the top people, you know, and, and you have two plans that you execute on a weekly basis to, you know, develop your tribe of trust and develop leaders within your tribe of trust. And, and, um, and, and so that's, that's kind of the, the referral mastery system in a nutshell uh, that, yeah. that we do. And then the other part of it, too, is that I love, I love where you're coming from on the leaders because um, when you signed up to be a professional realtor, 
you 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 instantly signed up to be a leader, whether you liked it or not. You're going to lead people through transactions, no matter what, or or you're going to get out. You won't be a leader. You've got to be a leader. People are looking to your guy. I mean, agency, which is such a powerful word for Aaron. Agency, by definition, is leading someone through something. So it, you are the agent. You are the one who is agent of influence, agent of change, agent of better, agent of whatever, you know, the gap. You're really the agent of the gap from where they are to where they want to be, you know, almost a coach, so to speak. So it's one of those where, all right, you're going to be a leader. I'm going to show you how to be the leader of your tribe of trust using self-mastery, relationship mastery, and, and event mastery. That's good. And that is, you know, definitely been my, you know, we just met face to face this morning, but that's been my relationship to you is that that's who you are, that that is the kind of leader you've been in my, in my experience in my life is the, is the leader showing me how to be that with others and, you know, to, to create a tribe of trust and to create those nurturing long-term relationships. Hang on. That's super annoying. Um, didn't even hear it, by the way. Okay, didn't fine. Even fine, Mike. I totally um, heard it. I know you did. Well, you froze, so you're even worse than I am. I did. Um, uh, and then really what we're interested in here is, you know, we all have that possibility. We all have that in every one of us. And I think what you said, Michael, is so spot on is that we're. it's a great way for brokers to train their agents too, to think about training their agents from is that you're not training um, – it's funny. I just wrote this to someone like the opportunity of developing realtors as leaders, um, which I think is going to be way more important given whatever, whatever the fallout of the uh, federal lawsuits are and how that thing shakes out in reality. We're certainly looks like we're going to be in a very strong, very powerful redefinition of who we are and what we provide for people and what we're, what's expected of us. And, uh, Really, the leaders are going to win. Leaders are going to um, come rise. out the other side. Yeah. Are going to rise to the top, and everyone else is going to be, you know, <clears throat> you know, some sort of, I don't know, door opener or something. That, that's what I love about our system. You know, I mean, I, I keep going back to this, but of course, I'm a champion for my own system. But it, it it's one of those where we haven't changed anything. Mm. What I love about mm. the yaps and the growth plan and and you know the the you know, initial consultations that we teach through all the different masteries is that we haven't changed anything with the shifting market. What we do on a weekly basis, every week of the year stays the same for your entire career period. What changes are the conversations, Mm. right? But, but Mm. what we have to do is make sure we're having those conversations. I think one Mm. thing that agents kind of did when the market shifted a little is they quit having conversations because they didn't, want to look like an idiot because they didn't know. And here's what's funny. Neither did the economist and neither did the Fed. Uh-huh. So if they don't know, how can an agent know? And the right. fact of the matter is, is just just have the conversation. And that is like, if you really need to buy or sell, it's probably a good time to buy or sell, no matter when you need to buy or sell. And if you don't need to buy or sell, it's probably not a good time to buy or sell, no matter when you need to buy or sell. Yeah. It, it's the truth. If, if you really need to and want to, it's a great time to do it. If you if you don't need to or want to, then you know what? Even the best markets are bad markets for you because you're going to have higher expectations. You're you're going to you know end up 
probably not as uh, happy as you thought you would be. So I, I think that's that's the big thing is it, it, as we go through uh, whatever happens the next five to ten years, I love that our people are not going to have to change anything they're doing. The, mm-hmm. the method is the same forever, you know, and uh, there, there's a power to that. Having, really having that true north of a of a of a thing to do. If I play with that for a second, I love the flexibility of your systems. That to your, what you said was the the only changes is the conversation. The system is timeless. The system because I think because you've built the system for humans that it's a human based. It's not a we're not chasing tech trends. This is a a human connection thing. And, and so if we play with that idea for a minute. You, if you were an agent who had a heart for something beyond GCI, like that you're really pulled towards helping a particular cause or group of people, that you could use, uh, let's say, a referco system, let's, for example, you could use the system and the conversations are the only thing that changes. So now instead of talking about whatever you might talk about, with a random group of people, you start building a, a tribe of trust. You start building a group of people who are committed to the same things you're committed to. And the conversations inside your systems, like, like you're speaking, the, conver- the conversations now are just about the thing that you both have in common, which is let's go make a dent in the world this particular way. I think that's indestructible. And this is why Aaron and I talk about leveraging your business for the to make the difference. It's not an, an addition to, it's not a separate project from. Mm-hmm. It is it is through the business with this kind of tension that actually makes the dent in the world. Yeah. Like anyway, I just love that your systems allow for that. Yeah. So for example, the the all yap is really based around three events. If you look at it as three mountains through mm-hmm. the year. The top of the mountain, and, and really the top of the mountain is the top of energy in your database. Mm-hmm. And and if you look at them, like let's say we do an event in April and July and November. Well, you know, what we're doing before April is going to be, you know, planning, inviting, and then confirming, which are conversations, right? I truly believe the number one conversation is an invitation. I truly believe that. The number one conversation you're going to have with someone is an invitation. Why? It gets you another another conversation, mm-hmm. guaranteed to get you another conversation. So the inv- you know planning, invitation, confirmation. Then you have the event. Well, what do you got to do after the event? Well, you got to follow up from the event and have you know have those conversations to the people. But not only that, but during the event and the follow up, you're inviting them to the next event, mm-hmm. which is in July. Which so many so many people out there they do an event in November, December. They spend tens of thousands of dollars. They feel a lot of good about themselves. You know, they did it, and then they're all exhausted. The team's exhausted, and they didn't get any referrals from it. And it's like, no, that's, I mean, it's so hard to do it. What you do is you have three events, and then the first one feeds the second one, and the second, first and second one feeds the third one, and you have all of this momentum, but it doesn't stop there. The third one, you know there's one coming the, next, the first quarter of the next year, and you, you feed that one. So I think the big thing is is you you always have a conversation. I mean, invitation is an invitation. Whether I'm inviting you to a virtual event, to a grand giveaway, to a you know hosted event, whatever it may be, an invitation is an invitation. So you know, 2020 and 2021 couldn't even stop the success of of what we were doing because we we just went virtual with with our events, you know. And in wow. fact, in some ways, it became even bigger because it became more global. We didn't just have to invent, invite local people. Now we can invite anyone in the world. 
to join us. Yeah. So right. I think I think that's that's a big you know product of the system is like you said it's timeless in that you know an invitation is timeless um, a, a confirmation is is a requested communication. This is all about requested communications from our database versus forced communication, which is calling and asking for referrals or calling and asking, you know, whatever. So, yeah. And, and the thing, Chris, uh, Michael, it's just brilliant. And I think Chris, the thing that we I'm stealing and we definitely want to um, build on top of is that that methodology that system is as valuable for the dent you want to make in the universe. Cause it all is, you know, I mean, f- from the school, <laughs> the school that Chris and I come from that r- literally come from, it's all enrollment and registration. You know, it's all creating possibility, all creating openings and then invitations to act. And the world doesn't move until you, you know, world doesn't move for us until you have them sign on the line that is dotted until you have someone, you create an opportunity for them to put their commitment into action, whatever that is. And you're right, Michael. I mean, those conversations then open up all the objections, any spaces. And then if we're talking about contracts, we're talking about uh, creating an event, we're talking about fulfilling on the difference you want to make in the world. It's all app that system that design will make that difference you know mm. is, is is right there so i love it well and you you've got it with your three l's right i mean you you've got the structure and here's the other thing is that you know i think part of what you guys are thinking is is that you know this is the uh niche for a few but this is the niche for the survivors is really mm. it is, is this people are going to have to do this to keep their business going, right? So it's it's not an option. Uh, the, the way I explain it to a lot of people is, all right, it, we've been transactional forever. And, you know, people a lot of times now, they're on stage and they go, it's all about relationships, right? And the other two or three panelists go, it's all about relationships. And the moderator goes, it's all about relationships. And the audience goes, it's all about relationships. While me in the back, I'm going... Okay, what the heck does that mean? Like, what does that mean? And it's like, it's, it's, you're going to be nice. You're going to be friendly. Like, okay. But here's the thing is, is I truly believe that, that we don't stop at relational. Don't Mm. just say, you know what? We're going from transactional to relational. Mm. What I believe is you go from transactional through relational to transformational. How can you transform the people's lives that come to you for a reason? And I truly believe the transformational answer is a community. It's a tribe of trust. It is something where they can meet like-minded, great people. They can change their life for the better by getting married to someone in the group, by getting a job you know, through someone in the group, by selling their 1927 mm-hmm. Rolls Royce through the group. Right, because they're part of this group, their lives are better. Mm. And the transformational is is we need to not see our clients as a transaction or even a relation, but actually, like, how can we transform their their lives to the better? And and you know the way to do that, I believe, is is through Referco and the referral mastery system and 
and the way we flow it. And here's what happens is we need to quit thinking of clients as clients and relationships as relationships because we all have relationships, right? And we, we poop on all of them anyway, right? So how many how many people have you not called today that you probably should call? And the answer is a lot of people. Okay, well, that's okay. So we need to go from relational to referrals is what we really need to do. Well, what if I told you the byproduct of building a business that transformed people was going to be more referrals yeah. than you could ever yep. handle. And yep. I mean more referrals than you could ever handle. We just had somebody get 333 referrals in eight <laughs> weeks. Wow. They were not geared to get 333 referrals in three weeks or in eight weeks. So, you know, guess what? They're in transformational phase. They're, they're transforming themselves while yeah. they're also transforming their people. Yeah. So, that's you know, I, I'm just a believer in that we can transform people and, uh, transform their lives to, to better. And this is, this is not what we're talking about is, is not for a, 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 a few. What we're talking about is make this change or die basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you know what? I mean, cold calling is going to very soon be just totally illegal. It's already being stopped yeah. from a million different ways. And door knocking is rapidly going away and they have do not do, do not knock lists like in New Jersey and other places and really quite honestly no solution signs you know yeah, are everywhere are yeah right yeah. and yeah. i just i'm in a part of a sales group and they're just like yeah i love no solicitation signs that means they're weak that means i'm going to get a sale that's where <laughs> i'm going i look for no solicitation wow. signs wow. and i'm like all right they should be turned in for solicitation right that's the type wow. of people in our neighborhood i love it there's a solicitor, they call the police. Hmm. Wow. And yeah. it's done, right? Done. And it's done. like, that's the future, right? Yeah. Is people are more scared than ever of strangers. And guess what? Maybe mama was right when she said, don't talk to strangers. Wow. What wow. if you had a business plan that was totally predicated on friends and friends of friends? Yep. yep. And if I could add to that, uh, friends and friends of friends, uh, in, in the context of what Aaron and I are saying here with a common direction like yeah there there are i have a lot of friends in my life but um many of them are not headed where i'm headed and so when i have conversations with them and this is this may just be me because i'm I'm not great with small talk i want to have a meaningful deep conversation when i meet with friends who are acquaintances or we just don't have that much in common there's not much to do there so there may be a transaction may but the ones I really want to hang with, the ones I want to go the distance with, and the ones I want more of are the ones who are headed in the same direction as me. Because now there's leverage in the conversations we have. There's leverage in economies of scale in the things we're up to. The events I hold, for example, can now have much more thematic uh, purpose uh, uh, to it. So Yes, friends and friends of friends who are headed in the same direction to me is um, it gets me excited. I'm pretty pretty pumped about that. Yeah, it's the height of leverage there. That's that's what that speaks to, and it's it is uh, uh, it's fabulous. I, I I really do feel like there's a ton out of this that I'm going to steal. Specifically, Michael, I just really do appreciate the thought and the thinking and the work. It's really moving to me that you um, you and your family have put into designing. Um, systems and test them and have them work and have them, you know, look, there's planning and there's execution, you know, and 
the level at which you've executed on your plans and brought them into the world, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's what, it's what has me be a fanboy, but it's, I really just appreciate, I want you to know, I personally appreciate that. And I don't, uh, that's like the work that nobody knows you did, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. there's countless hours you spend at three, four or five in the morning, getting up early to freaking write and get it done. And then to test it and see if it works. And I just, doesn't it's not lost on me i appreciate that well i appreciate your appreciation <laughs> and that's the truth because you know i here's the thing like we talked about earlier that it it uh love is a weakness right and and that's such a myth and mm. and it's like you know what master love master generosity and master appreciation and by the way generosity doesn't mean financial there's really seven gifts of generosity we have. Only one is treasure, which is which is the money we have we can give. Mm-hmm. But but it's one of those where I hope everybody took note of how great you did at expressing appreciation. And you did it in a public forum. Mm-hmm. And and what's interesting about that is first of all, I, I really I do appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And I could feel your appreciation. And but it takes a strong person to express appreciation in a public format like this. You know, Chris is here, and you, a weaker-minded person might have thought, well, I wonder if Chris is okay with this, or, you know, I wonder, you know, whatever. Or if I express appreciation, does it make me sound like I'm weaker or lesser mm-hmm. than another person because I'm exalting them, or I'm, I'm saying I'm a fanboy of them? Does that make me lesser than them? And, and here's the, the fact the matter is, is it's easy to champion a champion. So go first. Mm. And so by you championing me, what the listeners and viewers might have mentally, either subconsciously or consciously, they might have been more attracted to you, Aaron, because you expressed appreciation and you championed me. Because here's what we subconsciously think or or process is that if I become friends with Aaron and I do a good job, he is going to publicly champion me mm-hmm. in front of others. Why do I know that? Because I just saw him do it with Michael. So mm-hmm. I want to be friends with Aaron. I want to get to know Aaron better because he's like that. Mm-hmm. And so... Please note that appreciation is not coming from a weaker stance. Appreciation is coming from a stronger stance. I'm so strong that I can express my appreciation in a heartfelt manner. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, your social intelligence is higher. The more you learn how to express appreciation, the higher your social intelligence will go. So good. So good. Well, Michael, I think, I mean, I could probably... um, you should be a, a guest every week. I just think we should probably like unpack. <laughs> but my schedule <laughs> is so freaking busy. Well, maybe yeah, we can crazy. get maybe we yep. can get Ethan back. We can get Ethan back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Busy. Right, 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 right. I, I, um, the this thing you're saying. I, I think you're right. I think um, you won't have another option. I think the world is tribing down. I think people are trying to find their their pockets of safety and security with people they now know and trust which is weird because we used to be there. And then we kind of got into a honeymoon phase with technology and stuff for a while. And then we're like, now the cat's out of the bag on that one. We're like, <laughs> so, so I think we're coming back to our instincts as a, a tribal species. I think we're like, Hey, let's find the people we trust. And I, I just appreciate the, I, pre- uh, 
I, I love the work you've done with um, the systems around referrals and building these kinds of communities. And, um, and I, I feel like what you've shared today just adds a lot of validity to what, whenever you're experimenting with something like I feel like Aaron and I are doing, building a community of agents who want to make an impact through their business. You know, there's this thing that's like, is this crazy? And then I talk myself down and say, no, this, fe- this can't be wrong. This feels true. And then mm-hmm. somebody like you who has a lot of reps, a lot, a big resume in terms of uh, through your clients of who, how people have built communities in their communities. Like it brings a lot of validity to um, or reassurance for the idea that, that we're up to here. And so anyway, I just appreciate who you are in this conversation and what we're, what we're all out to do in terms of making the world a better place. So thank you for being here. If people want to learn more about ReferCo um, and your systems, how can people track you down? First and foremost, the, e- the easiest way is joingengen.com. So J-O-I-N-G-E-N-G-E-N.com. That's why I'm so ex- excited about your repurpose.group slash invite and the group that you're developing and, and what you're doing there is because you're building your tribe of trust uh, mm-hmm. within that element and love that. And and it's it, it's just interesting how everything ties together is, is we're doing referrals podcast for our tribe. It's been a great, you're doing your pod. And we have, you know, Ann Schutte, who, who is a client of ours, who has 86,000 people in a Facebook group who is now doing a podcast as a leader within, she would have never even dreamed this five to 10 years ago. And yet she's a leader that's standing up and, and interviewing and talking to the people within Gilbert, Arizona, uh, and our group Go Gilbert, I encourage people to to get into it because eighty six thousand might be over eighty six thousand people now, wow. and and she's built a, a phenomenal tribe of trust there, and a phenomenal business is the result mm-hmm. of her leading with love, generosity, and appreciation. And I just I just want you guys to know that what you're doing is is real, it's authentic, it's it's like you said, it feels right, and mm-hmm. um, you know I'm a follower, and I'm I'm whatever I can do to help, and I'm here to help. So Fabulous, Michael. That. Appreciate yeah, so appreciate your time. Yeah, we know your busy schedule. Michael, thanks for being here. Aaron, yeah, <laughs> in your busy schedule. My uh, Michael, thanks for being here. Aaron, always good to see you. Um, until next time, see ya. Peace.